0: Good morning good evening good afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of faith hour i'm your host and today i'm joined with the returning guest i'm gonna let her reintroduce herself
1: hello everybody i'm sarah
0: welcome back welcome back thank you but before, before we get started i just want to wish everybody out there a happy new year hope they hope they have fun but stay safe in the process you know six feet
1: yes wash your hands and put on your face mask so i hope y'all had a blessed new year and the rest of your new year is blessed
0: too blessed to be stressed amen but i want oh i just want to. the reason we talked about stepping out on the faith prior to the new year since we're actually in the new year have you stepped out on faith since the new year has started
1: yes absolutely God I stepped out on faith and God came through
0: he stepped uh came through if you don't mind me if you do mind me asking came through how
1: um I I needed some assistance financially to help maintain
0: <clears throat>
1: what I've been doing to take care of my family and he blessed me financially you know um uh, uh, basically, I I have a disability, and I'm not able to work, and so I had to step out on faith because I, I haven't I've been out of work since September of nineteen, and I, I couldn't apply for the unemployment, and I, obviously I couldn't go back to work or well, it would mess up my disability case, and uh, I, I just could there was no other financial resources that I could do. To um, maintain my home, but he sent people in my life to help me take care of stuff at home. And then when when that door closed with the people, then my disability case was approved. And I, you know, I could have I could have said, "Forget this," go and went back and got a job, or I could have said, "Forget this," I'm filing for an appointment. But I was like, you know, what well, God has something greater for me, and I know He does. And
0: he did. But you know, sometimes, you know, step it out sometimes it takes stepping away from people and mm-hmm. things, you know, for them for them blessings to start coming in. It's like, why? I like, it took me this long to realize that I need to step away or just step out of the situation or away from the situation I'm in for God to say and show me what he had or what he was trying to give me maybe months ago, days, weeks, years, yeah. hours ago.
1: He only, I realized that the older I get and as the days pass, I'm realizing that God wants me to just solely depend on him. Nobody else, nobody else and nothing else, just him. And so <clears throat> when the relationships that I have, and I say hey because I don't know, I don't, I no longer have certain relationships with people anymore, certain people. But um, when those relationships started to peel away, I'll say, and um, truly let me blossom. The more, the more God came through. It was kind of like He was up there, like there. That's a girl. There you go. Let those habits and let those peoples and idols go. And
0: I show you what I have for you.
1: Yes, He did. He did
0: but sometimes it, it, it's it's hard but it, it, cuz it's like but I've known these people I've or this is all I've known mm-hmm. my whole life or this is mm-hmm. all I've known and it's it, it it's hard but sometimes you just got to step out there and be like all right you know what I'm trusting you I'm stepping away stepping out stepping out on faith stepping to step away from these people and step away from them situations for them just pop up like all right and it is reckon.
1: Because you know, I believe I believe people had faith starting as a really young child, like a like a an infant or toddler. Even then we had we had faith then, right? Because yeah. we depended on our parents to carry us around or to hold our hands when we were walking, when we we're first starting to walk, right? And then one day that child lets go of the couch or the coffee table with a hand, and they step out on faith and start walking because it's like they know they're not gonna fall. God is gonna carry them.
0: i um, I never, I never thought about it like that. to Be honest, because it, it it's,
1: God is it's, just bringing it to me right now. He's just bringing stuff to me. <laughs> I don't know where it's coming. You know, guys, only coming It's gotta be coming from God. You know. Yeah,
0: but I, mean, I I I'm I'm at a loss for words. I, I would never I would have never really truly honestly thought about it like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Me neither until now. Gosh, he he just gave me that vision of uh, a a child holding on to a coffee table or they you know they holding on to the couch, and then next thing you know they let go, and they let God. And they walk on faith,
0: and they out here doing. They out here doing it
1: now. They're running, you know, all that.
0: And it it it's it's it's, it's different. Yes, it is. But it it because sometimes when but when you think like when I think of stepping out of faith, I think uh, you ever heard heard uh, heard of verse uh, Matthew six thirty three.
1: I don't remember scriptures by their names, I just remember scriptures by their verses.
0: Well, Matthew 6:33 says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. So, when I think of that, it makes a it doesn't make a lot of sense. Hold on. When I, but when I think of when I think of that, it's just like, all right. Cuz a lot of times, you know, we don't necessarily want to seek the kingdom, we want to seek everything that's going that we have around us is materialistic. And it's like, you know what? Yes. I can have all these things currently because I can see them and I know that, hey, I, I can have it right here, right now. Versus mm-hmm. just taking that step out there and be like, all right, I'm going to seek what God has for me by stepping out there to see if what's going on is really worth, I'm not going to say really worth it, but more so if it's greater than what i currently see right here in front of me now
1: mm-hmm.
0: like take when you get a take you know trying to get a job or trying to just find some way of relief at that moment mm-hmm. like in that moment it's like cool i get, i get, i mean you may need like let's say it's 5 6 dollars to get something to eat and then it's just like but then somebody comes along and come hey, you want to hey, you wanna go out to eat? And it's like, hmm, if I took that five now, then I would be worried about having trying to figure out how I'm going to eat for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Versus, I don't know how they knew, well, you know where, where this came from, but you know what? Hey, let's go out to eat.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I can save that five for tomorrow.
1: It seems to always happen like that, you know what I'm saying? When you're patient. patient Patience patience is key to this whole faith situation, I'll say. Because um, you know, when we try to put rush, put a rush to stuff, and you know the saying, haste makes waste. Oh yeah. Right? So um one thing that we have got to learn is to sit down and let God do what he does best because when we when we uh in a sense sit down and sometimes literally I mean you have to sit your behind down somewhere and or and, and preoccupy your mind with something else because when you you go to God in prayer Lord I need something to eat today and but I also need something to eat tomorrow and I need a way to be provided to be able to feed myself and my children both days until this paycheck comes you know. Oh yeah, and just like you said, he'll send somebody with groceries. For example, you know, I do I, I, I volunteer at a pantry, and at the at, at the pantry, the woman gave me some chickens. <clears throat> she gave me like five hands, and I, I don't know how to, I, I know how to cook them, but I'm not really into the cutting up the hands or frying a whole hand type thing. That's my mother-in-law.
0: Yeah.
1: So I took I took them to her. And I said, I went in the house. I forgot about it. And then I said, Oh, mom, I got something for you. So I went out to the car and I just started bringing in cans of food and these chickens. And like the tears started rolling down her face. I'm like, What are you, woman? What are you crying for? (laughs) And she was like, You you don't understand. You don't understand. And I'm like, Okay, well, explain to me, mom, what's going on? And she's like, I, she started naming off, she named five different family members that said they wanted her to cook them some chicken. And she was like, I, I said to myself, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this because I don't have the money to buy all this food to cook for the elders of my family. <clears throat> and then God, you know, sent me. He sent me to bring those hens because Lord knows I wasn't going to take on my house <laughs> and I had nobody else to take them to. And so the first person that came to mind when I seen what was in the bag was her. And she was like, I can I can cook all this food and get it done. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Huh? You know, I didn't we didn't talk about this. We didn't talk about this prior. I knew nothing about her needing these hands. I just know that God led it on my heart and he made He made it happen that way. Like He He purposely made me made it to where I was gonna get hens. Instead of uh, chicken strips per se, and to take it to her to put her on my mind, you know, stuff like that happens all the time to people if they would just pray, have faith, and wait.
0: But you, it sounds easy, but you know, sometimes you'd be like, Cool, I need it to happen. It start, put, start putting expectations, yeah. it's like, Look, I need it to happen by Friday. I like the, let's say the day Wednesday. Are you expecting it to happen in two days? It, it, now you are it's it's like ordering something from Amazon and it's like cool, it could take three to five days. We hope it comes there in three. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, it may get there to five or it get lost in translate, get lost in delivery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, what? Wow. But you but you checking the dough like and everybody looking at you look my start looking at you like you crazy but just you, you sitting there checking the dough every time the mailman runs hey anything for me anything for me like that that get a package today
1: Nah it's been me recently waiting on that letter from the social security office you know and uh a letter finally came but the letter came after, because I was checking the website and I was checking the mail. Checking the website, checking the mail, because I would, you know, they told me it'd be a month. And so on the fourth, I was looking. I was looking. (laughs) Well, I didn't I didn't get no information until the ninth. But I got that information, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes God, you know, he, he sends stuff on his own time, but it's like the right time for you. Oh yeah. Like he might delay, he delays stuff a little bit sometimes, it seems, but it was like it's something. Kind How of do I explain this? You didn't need it at that time. At that one the time when you, when the time comes that you really, really need it, and he knows that you're you're about to get pushed over the edge. Because remember, he would never put more on us than we can bear. Is when it comes through. Yes. Finally.
0: But yeah, which leads me to my next. Well, well, when you said, "Oh, uh, we're talking about your mom." you know, and the chickens and all that, and with the hens, it it, it got me thinking, you know, why is it that when, when we step out of faith, a lot of us always step out on faith when it comes to us, why is it that we don't want to step out on faith when it comes to other people? Ooh,
1: that's a good one. Mm. Go ahead and, uh, like, give me an example, explain that a little bit more to me. Because,
0: like, you know, like, when we want, like, like we want God to do something for us, we always step out on faith first, like, God, I'm expecting, you know, I'm I'm, I'm stepping out of faith, you know, by by a job or quitting this job or, you know, stuff that we may need. But you know how we see other people that may be in need or they may be trying to do something and they need just a little bit of help with it. And why is it that when it comes down to just stepping out on faith to help them out or to be a blessing to them or more to show them how to do it or do, uh, train or teach them how to, not train, teach them how to do something or just to be a blessing in their life?
1: I don't know. I mean, people may see a different looking in, but I don't think that I, um, trouble in that area and I see, but I know I've seen other people struggle, struggle in that area. Um, I just have, I can only speak for myself, really. You know, I have a giving spirit. I really do have a giving spirit. But when people come to me and they're like, you know, Sarah, such and such is going on. When they need prayer, I actually pray for them. Pray that God comes through for them. And um, sometimes, like, if I have it on me, then it's theirs. If I have it on me and I feel like I'm not taking from my children's immediate needs, then, bam, we have it. But some people, I feel like they kind of have their own selfish game, you know? They have a a me, my four, no more. And I feel like this is really bad in the black community where it's like a race to the top. And don't nobody want to see somebody get to the top before them. But in my opinion, it don't matter who gets to the top first. Hopefully, whoever makes it to the top first reaches a hand down to the people that are down below them and pulls them up with them. But it don't always happen like that. It don't always happen like that. But that's how it should be.
0: It should. But it, it like I heard a phrase once, and I'm going to try to tie this to stepping on the face. Sometimes you got to, uh, because you know, you got a lot of people, like, like you were saying, They don't want to see you doing better than them. They want to do, they're trying to do better than you or stay stay on pace with you. Sometimes you got to sell out and leave out in order to come back and help out. So, I'm going to try to tie this all together. But for those
1: that. I don't, I disagree on that because. My thing is, is you know, get yourself. If you if you make it to the top, by all means, make sure, secure the bag and secure the position. But you shouldn't have to sell out and just you know be like, I can't help you. I can't help you right now, um, I'm, because then it, it people tend to forget about those people at the bottom.
0: True, but well. And, but the point I was trying to make with that was that like, you know how you you because you have some people who are just up you trying you trying try to go too far you trying to go you trying to go further than me all right, come on back down here come on back down here sometimes you gotta lead them out of what what God has for you in order for God to, be to come back yeah. you know use you as that blessing to come back and help them out
1: I see what you're
0: saying now yeah so it's it's not always. I mean, then again, but like you, but you but like you were saying, you know, a lot of people will, you know, hey, I didn't made it. What's taking you so long? You ain't made it yet, yeah. or
1: and then, or it's it's a matter of you know hurt people, hurt people, and I'll use me as an example. You know, um, you help somebody. And then it's like they bite the hand that feeds them. You you help somebody and then when you ask for help they're like, "Eh, I don't know, I'm putting on my blinders, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like I've had that happen so much lately. So much lately. in, In different areas of my life where God has blessed me to help people. And then when it's when it's my turn in the need of something, the people who I felt like I should have been able to turn to were not there.
0: Just turn that blind eye like, nope.
1: And so I, I take it as a sign from God of telling me to leave that person or those people alone. Like, they're not for you because the, their only agenda to me
0: is to tear down my faith. Cause it's all about it's all about self or considering, but at the same well, to that point, it could be to tear it down, but at the same time, it could you it it could be testing your faith too when you, when you really when you really think about it.
1: Yeah, it, it, and I take it as that too. It's a test on it's a test of my faith, but um, it's like once I get that door shut in my face. I look for the door that God opens for me. And he opens another door every time. But I won't go back to that other door. Nail
0: it shut. But it's it is it, 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 it's one of those things where it's Where why is this door closing though? Like I was I was this door was so mean. this 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 door has been just you know an absolute I thought it was an absolute thing but now that door is getting closed I'm getting pushed back uh to the door and now I'm having to go through a whole new one like I don't mm-hmm. what now, now I'm having to reroute my whole journey or go through a whole possibly another storm that it's like but I just got out the last one like how am I oh, like who am I supposed to bless with the storm and trial or trial and tribulation I'm gonna go go about to go possibly into up facing now
1: God always puts somebody in your path. You know what I'm saying? If if they, if it's just, it's always for a reason. Even if it's just for a season, someone is put into your path, and I I I look at it like this: when that door is shut, that's God telling you you've helped that person as much as you can, or that relationship is done because you serve your purpose in that season with that per- with that person. So now there's other people that is in need of your love and encouragement, Sarah. Move on. Stop beating a dead horse.
0: Sometimes, you know, you you, you may not want to leave. It's like, but 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 I'm not done here yet. You may yes. I think you're done. It's oh, like
1: oh. And trust me, I have separation anxiety. I get I get attached to people really quickly and easily. I do. But I'm getting I'm start, I'm learning to um not do that so much anymore. Stop. Stop clinging on to people and and dead relationships, because God's got somebody new and to encourage you and for you to encourage a witness to, you know. What I'm saying I'm like, for example, I met you, and I um I don't know if this is for just a season. I know it's for a reason, and I I don't know what that reason being is other than, you know, the podcast going on. You know, we we help each other with the podcast, and we learn and grow from each other. But I, I am like dreading a door being closed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said I grow attachments <laughs> to people. I grow attachments to people and then God, but you know, if God it was like, okay, Sarah, that door's closing now. Now it's time for you to move on. And it's time for Mr. Robinson to move on to his next assignment.
0: But it's just like but but can't can get my final goodbyes though? Like just just
1: just this one. Mm
0: mm.
1: Mm-mm. Sometimes you don't even get to say goodbye. Sometimes they turn but I was just talking to them like yesterday. Now they don't know me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And people like to blame it on Satan, but sometimes it's God, because he will end he will end it in their relationship between you and that person because he sees it's like he sees the attachment. And it's like ripping off a band aid. Mm. And so he has to rip you out of that situation or relationship before, you know, maybe he can see that the devil is about to enter into a relationship, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he's like, oh no, cause my profit no harm, let me get her out of there. And wham, you're ripped away, you don't know why, and then you're having to keep the faith They got to going to provide somebody else to be in your path if you're if you're a helper and a healer like myself um, it's like I always have to I, I always have to be around people to um, help or heal them with my words or whatever and keeping the faith that he's gonna send somebody my way and I'm not gonna be in a sense lonely ain't easy all the time Because sometimes it goes, I go long periods of time without having, you know, communication with people or having relationships with people, you know. But I keep, I keep the faith that he's gonna bring somebody in my life to serve, help, help me continue to serve my purpose here on earth while I'm here.
0: So this is an off wall kind of question. This is an off kilter kind of question. But you like, you know how like. like there's all kinds of there's all first there's kind of there's first responders and all that, right? Like why is mm-hmm. it that we uh we as believers don't aren't second responders? Mm-hmm. I know this is a, this is a little off kilter from the actual episode itself, but I, I was just, I'm just curious as to why is it that you know We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Ambulances, cop cars fly down the road all at all hours of the day, right in the neighborhood. Yeah, we. You know, we always want to be noticed and see who it is. But why is it that we, instead of trying to figure out who it is, just pray for whoever it may be, without right. actually having to know what? Oh, it was uh someone so down the street or this, that, and the other? <laughs>
1: Again, I don't, you know, I don't know why people, I, I would like to say maybe it's because their relationship isn't right with God. Because if they knew better, they do better. Because I find myself when I'm passing by a car wreck, the first words out of my mouth, as I'm driving past, I'm not ru- I'm not going to rub a neck because ain't nobody going to rear in me. But as I'm driving past, I always say, God, please cover whoever was in that car accident. And Lord, let there be no injuries. And Lord, if there are injuries, let them have a healthy speedy recovery. Literally, that is my prayer every time I pass by a car wreck because I've had family members and um, what's the word I'm looking for? They didn't survive the car wreck. And so Every time I passed, every time, you know, I was a little girl when it happened. But now and I wasn't there, but check this, I was supposed to be there. We were we were in Michigan and we we're coming back down to, we were supposed to be coming back down to Oklahoma. Drop me and my family driving. But I I just happened to call my dad and be like, Hey, can I stay up here a little bit longer? And he was like, Yeah. And so the very next day, the, everybody got up and left. Whoever was whoever was supposed to come back down here from home, everybody piled in two different cars. Well, one of them cars was in a car mm. wreck, and you know, like I said, it was fatal. That's the word I'm looking for. It was two casualties, and they were they were kids. And so, I whenever I I, I sit I sit and wonder sometimes who prayed. Did anybody pray? You know, when they when they passed by. Did anybody say a prayer? And because that traumatized me as a kid, as an adult, I just make sure I want to pass by a wreck, or if I hear about a shooting on the news, I'm like, oh Lord, well please let them survive. And when, and, and and you know, it's on God's time to oh, yeah. take them right. So I'm a little I'm a little sad when you know the news comes back on it and they say the person who was shot did not survive and I'm like well Lord let your will be done everything that goes on in life Lord let your will be done period but I don't I don't know why people don't only only reason I could think of is that they don't have that right relationship with God to know that they can go to their Father for anything in prayer. And they can be healers and have faith
0: true but uh, we're going to touch on that a little bit more in a second but before uh, before we get into get, go dive into that a little bit deeper we're going to uh, put an ad break in right here Well, we're going to get a word from the sponsor shout out to Anchor for sponsoring this episode but prior, before the break we were, talk, we were talking about uh, why are we not a second responder I know it's not The topic of the day but i was just curious as to why is it as believers of you know being christians and other believers out there why are we why do we not want to be second why are we not second responders but we're quick to well why is what happened like this is gonna make me late for work i ain't got time for this right now i can't what have you some people
1: um like I said earlier, I really that's it's kind of baffling to me. That's a really good question. Why people aren't, as you call them, second responders. Um, I I pray that we become more second responders when we see or hear about incidents or see, see scenes of what can look like it can be a, a fatal situation and. You know, you can be a you can be a second responder before something even happens when it comes to your family. For example, you know, pray the, the blood of Jesus over your children as they go to school and your spouse as they go off to work or they're going to school, whatever the situation may be.
0: And they gotta be it ain't
1: gotta be some long, drawn out yeah. granny prayer, old school prayer, prayer. But um and it's there's some young there's some young folks that can pray long too because I'm a little long winded sometimes. Um, but we can all be first second responders by just simply saying a quick prayer. You ain't got to say something long drawn out. But my my favorite thing to say is Jesus fix it. Jesus fix it. Touch them. Please heal them. Let no harm or danger come near them. Or if there if there is an injury, um, I like to say, Lord, I'm praying for a healthy and speedy recovery from this. And I I, I attribute a lot of that stuff to my parents. My dad taught me to pray with my family. We prayed before we left the house and then we prayed before we went at night. Faithfully every day, we did that for 18 years of my life, and um, well, 10 years because I can't really remember if we did that with my mom that passed away when I was seven. I can't really remember that, but, but, but with my stepmom and my dad, we all we always prayed every day.
0: As soon as you woke up before you say and left the house,
1: and, and, and then if we forgot to say the prayer, like we'd stand in the circle, hold hands, right? And we pray.
0: My bad, I hit the wrong button.
1: Okay. Sometimes we were rushing out of the house and uh, we just pick up where we left off, you know, pray right there in the car. I'd touch sh- I would touch each of their shoulder and whoever was driving, of course, would have to keep their eyes open and on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I you know as a kid I used to think well, what would happen if they closed their eyes I don't know what would what happen if they close their eyes but I'm like you know would God steer the wheel you know would he keep us on, on track well yeah I'm like you gotta cover yourself and your family and be the second responder before the, se- the first responder is even needed but not a lot of people know that you know children live they learn what they live, and as a, as Christian parents, if we instill that in this generation and the next generation, that it would be carried on, so forth and so on, and maybe we can get more second responders.
0: Yeah, but you know that goes back to stepping out on faith because you know it's easy. It sounds easy, but it's one of those I don't know them, but I don't really need to know them exactly but it's just like when you step out of faith and you know you try to bring your kids up you know the way jesus did or you know try to raise them and steal the right and wrong and their belief systems and to get them to or to get them to study with you or or anything like that it's you you could you could take that one step out of faith when they're young, or you know later in life, or what have you, and be amazed at just that one little step that you took out there, and ask and just asking God to say, you know, God bring guide your kids in the right direction, and and watch how they themselves, you know, grow up to be just. Almost like the almost like a mini image. Grand, yeah, most ki- kids are a mini image of you, but more so like a mini of how God, uh, how you would expect to see God, you know, coming from a uh, from a kid's perspective.
1: Now, when you say you pray that God will guide them in the right direction, is that all you're doing? Because again, mm-hmm. we step out in faith, and faith without works is dead. You can't. No, no, no. no. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm just saying, like, cause you know how, cause like, like how you pray that, sur- like, when you pray that surgeons are, uh, you know, God the doctor's hand, cause you can't, you can't be there, so you, you know, you're taking that step that, stepping out, stepping out, that step, that that, that step of faith, where it's like, God, these doctor's hands, cause I, I can't, I, I, I can't do it, but by myself. But like, like when you're raising your kids, like you're stepping out of the faith that God's going to give you the way or show you mm-hmm. how to go about doing it. Because mm. it, it's, it's days where it's like, you know, you know, you're not, know you know, how kids are. But like, yeah. do, it, don't do it. Don't, don't this, don't that. Or and it's just Every like kid I... is
1: different. Every kid is
0: different.
1: So you gotta, you gotta accommodate to. You
0: gotta accommodate in ways a teacher now. <laughs> hey. There's one thing I can't say that my, my mom did when we uh when I was growing up that threw me all the way up. I don't know if she was stepping on faith when she did this but we we would do uh bible studies our, uh bible studies at the house and she would my brother and my sister and her, like we would all you know every every week have to come up with a uh a bible a bible study plan or a lesson and turn back around why well, to you know just us in the house and have to turn back around and give that whole sermon or give a sermon mm-hmm. the following week and it it did a lot it it it, it hit me in a way that was like man like how why Cause you, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I had ADHD. I got ADHD, mm-hmm. undiagnosed, of course. But um, just the step, this, just the this, the the faith that she had that we were actually going to go out there and actually do it. I I, I know me. I could. I, I I I don't know if I could actually do that in one trip. Like, yep, I got this. Nope. Yeah.
1: No, it takes practice. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. It takes it takes practice and honing and perfecting that skill. But you know, since you mentioned that, that's something that I want to start doing with mine. You know, um, giving them with each, uh, each a each scripture, maybe either giving them the same scripture to to research or study. Um, because I it's already I feel like it's already pulling teeth, getting them all to sit down and listen to me. Uh, teach teach them you know stuff about the Bible, anyways, but they gotta learn patience too
0: mm-hmm.
1: and know that it will pay off in the long run, like you know, and I've always tried to tell them that you know the stuff that you did mr robinson was uh, was your mom paving the future, paving the way for your future, of being able to like like you know your scriptures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know know the title of it, and you know what the passage says. And maybe if my parents would have done that with me, I would know a little bit more. Like I said, I can't tell you the name. Only, only, I think the only scripture, and I don't, and I think I don't forgot the scripture, what it was. But I used to know, uh, Jesus wept. That was the main scripture I knew. Okay, I take that back. I do know. I do know uh, Psalms 23. And I do know, um, I don't know what verses it is, but I think it's Matthew chapter six, the Lord's Prayer. And um uh what is it, John 3 16, for God so loved the world. So I can't say I don't know, I, you know, but I don't know what I don't know as much as I should know. I just know I can tell you what the scripture says. I can't tell you where in the Bible to find it. All I can tell you is the Google description. Put, put the piece of scripture that you know on Google and it'll bring up the script. That's what I normally do.
0: I mean, it's it, it, it's it's going, so I would challenge you to step out on faith and get to, and then just study like certain uh, mm-hmm. things, like certain uh, thing.
1: I gotta refresh my memory. Is what I need to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Once I start reading them, I'll be like, "Oh yes, okay, I remember this. I I remember this one," and um, yeah. But it, the the memory is my issue. I'm gonna have faith in God that He's gonna keep my memory intact when it comes to those. Cause I know them and they're on the tip of my tongue, but in my my in, you know I'm like it's like self doubt and it's like no, your faith has no room for doubt, Sarah.
0: But sometimes, but it, it, it but you, you know, it's, it's time you want to be questions like, but I don't know if I can do this. Yes, it's like I'm I'm stepping out here with you. Like you're not doing this alone. But mm-hmm. I, God, I know I got the faith. I know I, you know, you know, I trust. I'm, 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 trusting and believing in you. But you want me to take you want me to go out there and I don't know if I can do them. But,
1: but you know. And then, and then when you when you go through that, you, know, you start to question your faith, cause yeah. you know you can't have faith in this and I have faith in that.
0: That first step is always the hardest, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But it, it's it's like, uh, you ever you ever heard the uh, the the uh, I can't I can't think of words. I'm, I can't think of a word. I'm, I'm, I'm having a trouble with words right now. Uh, you remember the passage of Psalms 91?
1: I don't know what it says, but
0: if you remind me, I remember it. Because uh, verse one, uh, verse one is, is basically saying, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And then it goes on for verse two that says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Now, we say that, but a lot of times we don't step out in that,
1: yeah, I feel like that's a um flesh error, um, you know we are we are flesh, and we don't have that error going on, and but we have to remember to bring it on back bring it on back to where your faith is at that you can do it whatever you put your mind to it's possible don't let that flesh overcome you It's easier said than done very much so easier said than done I'm not even gonna lie about that but mm. God always puts it in our mind to like, bring it on back Sarah where your faith at
0: but it, it, it's one of those. Sometimes you know you gotta have that conversation where it's like, "All right, I don't think I can do this." It, mm-hmm. Like I like I said in the other episode, you know, even though when you start having that self doubt, you know, sometimes you you know God may appear as you and it's just like, so you, you're 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 just not gonna take that step out there. Like right, you're just gonna stay behind that line or just stay where you at. You're not just gonna step out there and see what God has or where the, where he's, where he's guiding your steps. You would rather just,
1: nope, I'm good. Right I, get complacent. I get complacent, but you know, God, um, I'm the, I'm, I know one thing I'm glad that you're not complacent because if you were, you wouldn't be stepping out on faith and reaching out to other people. To put the word out there to God, a word of God out there to people. Uh, for example, about stepping out on faith. You you know you did a couple you you did a couple podcasts and you, like, you could have been like all right you know, well my job was done I've done my thing, but you kept the faith. You listened to God. You kept the faith that He is gonna keep this this going for you. And drawing more and more people under Him. You're not complacent with okay. My face is good. Me, and my four. Um, me, and my four no more faith is good. Not worried about the rest. True. You know, he has made you a fisherman, a fisherman. So yeah. But just
0: oh, on on the topic of that, you remember doing... uh when Jesus fed the 5,000, right? hmm Now, imagine you're, you're there and it's just like, all right. You know, you, you hear that, oh, all of us are going to be fed off of five uh, five fish and two loaves. It's the five fish and two loaves of two bread lo- or two fish and five loaves of bread. I'm not sure on which one it is off the top of my head, but... I'm not really there, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just imagine standing there like, all right, I'm not the first one here, so I know i ain't going, I'm not getting any I'm not the second oh, I'm towards the middle towards the end. You know what Jesus I ain't ate three four days. I'm taking these steps up here to this line i was I was trying to catch me a fish earlier. just don't pan out Absolutely. Jesus if God if um
1: faith that they had to have had to stand in that line sit there and wait yo you know and you I wonder how many people walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people actually was like I ain't gonna make it. I'm about trying to get to man, gonna be nothing there. But there were so many people, so many people that their faith. You know, like it's like, can we find that many people in the United States of America with that much faith? Is there? Can we find five thousand people in the United States of America that has that type of faith that they will sit there and wait on God?
0: Mm. Look, it's been two hours. I got things to do today.
1: Stomach grumbling, grumbling. Some of them passing out because I ain't ate no Lord, who Lord knows when. You know what I'm saying? But God came around. Finally, finally, he got around to them, and everybody got full. Nobody wanted for nothing after that. After they ate that fish and bread, you know what I'm saying? They were. And I I just I refuse to believe that it was just the fish and the bread that they got full off of, but they got full off of the spirit. The Holy Spirit fell down.
0: Not, but it's a,
1: you ain't lying, you about that. It, it?
0: But it's one of the It's one of them things where, if like you were saying, if it if that happened today, how many mm-hmm. people would you, to step out on faith and be like, cool, He told me to wait." I'm gonna sit right here and wait,
1: and okay. uh, I'm like, cause y'all will sit outside Best Buy on Black Friday for that big screen TV. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yo,
0: you you got the faith that hey, that TV's gonna be there.
1: That faith, you got faith that he's gonna lie. So maybe in the modern day, we can't find that many people, but you know, um, how many people have faith from nine? Well, pretty much everything is going to be materialistic but how many people are going to have faith like the pandemic right now use that how many people have faith after they're, they're, they've been ripped out of their home Lost. how many people have faith that they're going to soon have a roof put back over their head really they ain't got no choice but to have the faith but I, I can see a lot of people losing their faith in God and being like you know what but and, and also you gotta have faith in the right thing. You know what I'm saying? I used to go to the casino. I used to go to the casino. This is so funny to me. I go to the casino and I'd be like, Lord, I know you're gonna let me hit that four thousand. <laughs> you gonna let me hit that four thousand, you know what I'm saying? And I and then I find myself getting angry when I would leave with two hundred and not that four thousand. And it's like then you know, i have to every time i have to stop and tell myself like girl, you are greedy. You are really greedy, Sarah, because you could have walked out there with nothing. But, you know, people have their eyes set on certain goals that they're not looking at the smaller achievements that God has set before them. And you got to appreciate the little to accept the big. My daddy used to always tell me, God is not going to bless you with a home until you take care of the home that you have.
0: Mm, Say that one more time.
1: You know, when God gives you something, what you see is mediocre. Really small. You know, so small it fits into the palm of one hand. You gotta take care of that first. You know, you gotta take care of your little studio apartment before he gives you that mansion that you've been dreaming of. And I've seen it happen. And I've seen people not take care of that studio apartment and that is where they stay.
0: And be looking like, how is how is everybody else out here doing it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hey. Mm-hmm. God stepped out of faith and entrusted me with what I got now. Now nah, I gotta step out on faith and sit here and trust that guy's gonna sit here and have you know help me to keep what I currently have.
1: You know, they were they was appreciative. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the studio apartment, Lord, because I could be homeless right now. I could be in somebody's shelter right now, Lord. I, you know that and that was me. I, I when I when I applied for public housing, I knew that I qualified for a four-bedroom. But I, I was so desperate and in need to get into a place One the, the the apartment lady was like, Well, I got a three-bedroom. I said, yeah, you can tell me you got a two-bedroom, and I'll take it. I will make a way. Me and my four kids will make a way. And, um, you know, I've, I've just been thankful for a roof over my head. I don't care if I'm in the in the middle of a dangerous neighborhood. I don't care. About, I don't care about any of that. Only I care about is that when it rains and when it snows, we got somewhere to come into to hide from the shelter. And then in return... What I didn't think it was going to happen, I wasn't looking for it, in other words. I wasn't looking for it, but then I inherited a four-bedroom house and I was like, wow, now my kids can't have their own room now.
0: Yes. Really want to do it.
1: Patience.
0: And that goes back to what and you faith. were saying. God entrusted you with, where you, uh, with that three-bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool. If you can't, you know, If I can't trust you with this, then how am I supposed to trust you with that?
1: I I literally, I took my mind off of getting a bigger bigger place and a safe neighborhood. I just took my mind off of it and I said, I'm going to make the best of what I have. And now, the house that we've inherited is in a really nice safe neighborhood. And the school system They're okay. They're a little racist, but, you know, I'm going to pray them spirits away so that my kids can go to a really good school. That's my dream and goals for them to go to a better school than what they're used to. And and like I said, it was bigger. In a sense, you know, we were downgrading bathrooms and, and downgrading kitchen size. But now y'all got your own bedroom. Y'all got to live in the kitchen. And we've had a one bedroom house before, one bathroom house before. We can make it. But I'm just thankful. And I, I want others to be encouraged that when God places something in your life or in your hand or in your path that you feel is mediocre and little compared to what your dreams are, hold on to them dreams. But please take care of what you feel is not meant for you because it's meant for you but it's meant to teach you a lesson and to help you grow when you take care of that item or that person or whatever it may be that has been put into your life God is going to bless you tenfold your cup will be running over and trust me
0: you're hooping and hollering shouting screaming Doing car work. like I ain't never, I like doing backups. I ain't been able to backflip in years.
1: <laughs> spitting, spitting, and snotting everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he gonna come trust and believe me. He will come true. I'm a living witness to it.
0: But you, you, you gotta, because all 2021, I want to challenge people that I want to challenge. Not just you know, I'm i ch- I'm challenging myself, you, and everybody that listens to my show. <laughs> dude Step out on faith with whatever God has given you. Take care of that, and watch. And, and tra- uh, st- step out on faith with what God has given you, and watch God have a reward. That's uh, you stepping out on faith and taking care of what He's giving you. And, and this something that's like, I was driving around a, a 1994 Toyota Corolla. Girl, I'm wrong, but never go around. With girl, go back. You know, within the next couple months, couple couple weeks by end of the year. I got me a 2022, you know, whatever, paid for. Mm -hmm. I'm going from making four figures, working at, you know, working at McDonald's doing this. Right. I got promoted to a five-figure job. I got got a job that I may not be qualified for paper-wise, but God has put me in a position, and I'm not going to mess it up. I'm going to continue to keep that faith. I'm going to continue to keep stepping out there. Blessing. Not just myself, but other people. Uh-huh. You know, the gift that God gave.
1: Exactly. And watch the blessings overflow. You'll be overwhelmed by the blessing. You be you. you probably be telling God, "All right, already got Lord. Oh, Jesus, that's enough. I can't, I can't, handle all of this, <laughs> all these blessings that you are bestowed upon me, and
0: hmm. sometimes, you know, some of them blessings he may bestow upon you, know, he might be like, oh, now I want you to go out there and bless somebody less for uh, that may be less fortunate than you.
1: That's it.
0: And it's just like, I, I, I stepped out this, bar. what's the, well, you know, let's go. Just watch how things change for you this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And real quick, I, didn't we get, get time. I didn't mean, catch up. What do you about to
1: say? I, oh, I'm sorry. I said it happens every time. Just keep the faith. Go ahead.
0: Now, before we get ready, as we get ready to close out the show, let the people know who you are. Let them know where they can find you.
1: Okay, my name is Sarah, but I go by S. Kara on all social media platforms i also have my own podcast on several different platforms and the title of my podcast is kara convos that's K-A-R-A-H, K-O-N-V-O-S. Look me up and with
0: that being said y'all been a wonderful appreciate you coming on the show
1: thank you for having me thank you so much yeah as, as always it's a pleasure
0: Appreciate y'all listening to my show. I'll see you on the next one.